Good afternoon, listeners. Welcome back to another segment of 32 Days Plus. I am Mia, your host, and today we have a guest in the studio. He is someone that I have known for quite some time now, and he is whom I consider a man, and he has enlightened me on many things throughout the years, and uh, we're going to get into some deep topics here of how he views or men and males view certain types of females and women. So Michael, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for inviting me. You are quite welcome. Greetings, listeners. There you go. Okay, so we have this is this is such a broad topic because um, as you know and as we've had conversations about uh, females approaching you in a certain manner and um, the type of uh, women that you like and you prefer to have and that the females, yeah, they're there, they can be an easy prey and so forth, but you prefer someone that is a woman and we're going to get into all of that. So my first question to you is that as a male, I want you to do the male side first and what males, because you hang with the boys, you hang with the males and you have the men friend and all that type of stuff. So if a female happens to show up and they're telling you as you've experienced this, I'll do anything for you, be with me, um, I can cook, I can clean, I can do laundry, um, I'll change whatever, you can have all of my time, all of these things, I wanna know how males actually view them and is it the same way in the beginning as a a man would view this person? Well, from a strictly male perspective, just the male of the species, I might see that perhaps this young lady has a little bit of a self-esteem issue. If she's willing to be that passive and servile with essentially a stranger, it might be flattering that she finds something attractive about me and willing to be commit herself to that much um, support. But from a male point of view, I might see that as something to exploit, something to, to take advantage of. Absolutely, <clears throat> yeah. That's the limits of her willingness to be subservient or mm-hmm. what have you. And, um, and I, as, as the younger me, the male, before I became a man, evolved into a man, probably would have done that to some degree. I would have exploited some of that eager eagerness, over-eagerness. As a man, my approach would be different. I would perhaps, I would perhaps try to think of something to say that might help to boost her self-esteem. But I would distance myself in terms of pursuing any kind of intimate relationship with her. And I would hope that she would, at some point, find a way to place a higher value on herself. Correct. At some point in the future. Correct. So, with this type of woman, um, not not per se her, but with a, a, a woman, this type of woman, my thoughts, this type of woman, if she is strong, if she's independent, if she is beautiful, if she, you know, makes her own money, you know, uh, takes care of her household, you know, uh, drives a nice car, whatever. But she, she is a woman. She doesn't even have to have all of that. It's her presence, her strength. How does the male 
see her? Is he threatened by her? Is he like, does his self-esteem go down? Is he, is he, does he feel threatened by her? That she, do they feel like, just not you, but. Males in general. Yeah. Well, I would imagine the male, the male being the unevolved man, would find the fully evolved woman a little bit daunting. Even if, on the one hand, perhaps he might feel um, some sense of uh, self-esteem or, or um, Correct. Um, self-doubt or however you might characterize it. Right, but right. Even, even if he doesn't have those kinds of feelings about himself, he would still observe that this woman is not to be trifled with. Absolutely. Right. This is a woman who is sure of herself, who is not going to tolerate a lot of wishy-washiness. Correct. And observing that, if I if I wanted to mess around, I would find somebody else to mess around with. Even if I didn't necessarily feel inferior or whatever the view is, insecure about it. Even an insecurity aside, I would still give a woman like that a wide a wide uh, berth, you know. Right. Because they're not to be a woman is not to be trifled with. Exactly. So, a man, because that was how a male sees her. Right. A man would see it as what? Well, a man would see all of those qualities as attractive. Mm-hmm. A man would, you know, respect her for all of those qualities and capabilities. However, whether or not he wants to pursue a relationship with her depends on his own level of, of, of confidence. Well, he's a man. He's evolved right. into a man, so he has this already. Right. Because how I view a man and the men that I met, even yourself, you are very patient. Mm-hmm. You are hardworking. Mm-hmm. You are very confident in yourself. You have no. There's nothing that can threaten you. You could be mm-hmm. around a gay woman, a gay man, uh, a. a, 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 a a trans, uh, trans, uh, what is it called? Gender. Transgender. You know, you could, you could be around anybody, and you are not threatened. I've seen you walk with your your girlfriend, and and people would look at her, and um, you would be like, "Thank you, man." You know what I'm saying? Like I've never seen you get like, "Yo, what you looking at?" You know, I've never well, seen you get but... out of character. And you've always been so respectful. I've never heard you. I've never ever heard you use the B word and referring to any female or woman. I've never heard you use the N word, and you are a black male. I've never heard you use any really a lot of slang or anything, unless you're joking around or whatever. But I see you as like all these things. I remember we went to uh, the um, what was that? The Met. We went to the Met. And um, I had my partner, you had your girlfriend, something transpired, and um, you were just so calm. And that's when I was like, that's what a man does. Because I've been out with people, and they want to, you know, get rough and tough. And see, females, they like that. They like when that male puts themselves in danger for them. A woman will diffuse the situation and not see that man as anything less or coward if he does not go out there and start banging somebody up for them. You know what I mean? So, um, I see it as 
you know, if you're already in place and you're comfortable with, you know, who you are, that, you know, and you do this without even knowing, you know, don't, don't sugarcoat anything for the show. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, because you know what a woman is because you've, you've had them and this is where you stand and like, you know, and if you've also had the females back in the day, you uh, know, yeah. as you were evolving and it takes some, it takes some time. Now, the other question I would like to ask you, would you ever want a woman in your life? Um, and I'm going to use woman, um, to cater to you, to be there to like do everything for you and take care of you like you're some child. Well, no, I would not require that level of pampering. It seems to me that in a balanced, healthy relationship, you would both take advantage of opportunities to cater to one another. That it should be reciprocal. You know, one day I can make breakfast and bring it to my loving partner and let her have her breakfast in bed or do her laundry or change the curtains or, or whatever it is. Right. Whatever need that she might have at that time. So I think it should be reciprocal. I, I don't because, want anybody to wait on me hand in hand and foot. Well, some males feel this way. They love it when females, because a woman's not going to do it, females bow down to them. Like They love it when it's like, let me let me get him his socks. Let me lay out his clothes. Let me fix this, you know, whatever. I would think that that would get tiresome. I would think that that would just be part of, you know. And I know when people love each other, what happens is you want to do everything for that person. Right. But then after a while, it's like, well, hell, I'm tired. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. At its worst, it can be a little intrusive. Yeah. You know, right now, I don't need you to. I can get my socks. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't need you to get them for me. You can tend to one of your own concerns. You know, I appreciate it. Right. But, uh, and right now, I don't I don't want to address that. I, I have something else I want to do. You know, um, you know, whatever it might be. But so don't worry about that. Let, let me get the socks. Don't don't trouble yourself with that. Right, you right. Um, but you know, we we both seen our some of our friends earlier on. Um, and we would sit there like, what the heck? I mean, this dude is not moving his his butt and she's running around and just being talked to uh and with um you know the, that a beautiful person that i'm talking about we we know who she is and we're yes. not going to say any names but um she could have done so much better and he and he pulled her down how do you feel about relationships like this male and female dragging each other down because this this is what i want to say if you have two people that have not been in a relationship each both five years to me that is a huge burden to bear two people that have been single for so long it's like to me it's like um, neither one of them are really that stable because neither one of them could really find um, I think that's why things relationships they teeter and totter like until one falls off, right. you know, um, because they need to be individuals. I mean, there's a lot of people that will say, oh, I've worked on myself in the last three years and five years and 10 years or whatever, however long they've been single. I've had time to think and I've worked on myself and now I know what I want, what I don't want, and I'm ready. But actions for a lot of people says it all. 
It says so all. The actions are not consistent with their idea of themselves. Exactly. 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 So, um, with me and my relationships, you already know how I am. I am more of um, the take charge kind of person in my relationships. And you've been around for a, you know a while, so you've seen my relationships. I um, this is the way I feel that I don't like doing laundry. You know, I do laundry service. I when I had my place, I had a housekeeper. Yeah. Um. So, if I'm in a relationship, um, I don't expect who I'm with to do those things. And you remember a particular person was like, "No, I can do the laundry. No, that's all right. I'll clean or whatever." And I'm like, "I'm not helping because I because <laughs> I don't I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this." So please, I like do this when I'm not here. Right, because that's something because, you you're not going to reciprocate that. No, no, no. Right. I'm not. I don't want to do this. This is why we have laundry service. And, this is and why cleaning a cleaning ladies. lady. You know, I mean, the time could be <clears throat> spent doing something fun in life, and other and someone could have a job. So that incident where the male was like, "Well, she's home. She gets off work early. So why can't she do the laundry?" And why can't she clean the house? And it's like, dude. Well, some men are going to allow a female that wants to be that servile and submissive. They're going to let her. They fit, they will get the impression that it brings her happiness, joy to do it. She takes joy in serving her man, so or her male, or whatever she wants to call him. And many, if not most, males are going to let her do her thing. Looks like if you like you like serving me. It looks like you find it fulfilling, and I certainly don't mind. I find it fulfilling too, and I'm gonna let you do your thing until you tie yourself out. Well, wouldn't that be like I don't understand why someone wouldn't see the person that they say they love. These males, they gotta have some some heart, some something somewhere to see the person they love doing all this uh, labor. Household labor, I guess it's called chores. Household labor, domestic chores, domestic chores, and not say, baby, you know what? Listen, take it easy on this. Let's get somebody to come in here. Um, I don't need a hundred, two thousand channels of of cable Mm -hmm. if the budget is tight. If the budget is tight, I don't need two thousand channels. Let's lessen that, and we can get someone, a crew to come in, and we can get somebody in to clean, and we can just drop the laundry off, and that'll free you up. Like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that make a, a, a someone, a lady, uh, like you more and want to be with you more? And but I guess if she has low self-esteem, she's just gonna think she's a housekeeper, right? You and, know, and, and, and be and resigned just, to that. I, you know, I would imagine. The male that would take be that considerate would, is obviously a, a one who is on his way to manhood. Ex- you know, thank you. That, exactly. You know. When ladies, when that male that you are with takes that load off of you, he is now on his way to evolving into a man. Because that is not something, and it doesn't matter if you're home all day. It doesn't matter. I don't think you would be home sitting around. Maybe there's kids, or maybe you know you can. Maybe you have a part-time job, or maybe you're working on a business, or whatever. It frees you up to not feel like so much of a servant. 
Because when I listen to these guys on social media and they're saying, you know, stuff how they think, you know, I, I think it's ingrained that a man does this and a woman does that. So these they, they, they take on these automatic roles. And I think that's another huge problem. Because when my sister was married for so long, she um, took care of the house. And then when she got a job, her husband expected her to take care of the house. Mm-hmm. The same way she did when, when she, she was, was a stay-at-home mom, right? right? And so he called me up and said, yeah, but she don't do this anymore. She don't do that anymore. And then I hear my sister in the background saying, how am I supposed to do all of this? And I'm working eight hours a day. And then you want me to come home and cook and do this and that. So it kind of got a little crazy there mm-hmm. because I'll tell you where the unfair part is, is that he had expectations that were going to go on no matter what. And she had expectations that maybe he would take on something. So they started to really bump heads and things just didn't pan out and everything got crazy. And I'm talking to him and I'm talking to her. And this is my oldest sister, my older brother-in-law. And they're asking me, they're calling me. And it's just like, well, she doesn't do this and that. And I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> um, you guys got to really try to work this out. And I'm, I'm just telling them that you know, um, maybe y'all can split something and, you know. Well, he needed to first take into consideration, my wife works eight, there are eight hours of the day that she spends away from this space, you know, earning her keep, contributing to the household finance, the budget. Right. And so that's less time that she can devote to household chores, and that's less energy she can devote to household chores. So he should expect some kind of change, How could he reasonably expect things to be exactly the same in terms of her attendance to those kinds of duties? The time doesn't no longer allows for it. Well, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you this. My sister was born in the South. Her husband was born in the South. Southern men have some 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 shit with them. Let me just cut. And especially of their their generation, these are not young people. Right. So they're. The women in the South, they'd work, come home, and bake fresh bread. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? Clean the house, do the laundry, hang them out on the clothes dryer. Mm-hmm. So as the generations went on, this is what they're thinking. Like, they're thinking, he's expecting my sister to do this. Now, you know, my mindset has always been, <laughs> that ain't happening. But, you know, he's automatically thinking, well, she should be able to do it. His mama did it. His aunts do it. You know, his sister does it. You know, so he's thinking like this. But even though my sister was born in the South, she was raised in the city. Right. So I was born in the city, but she was raised in the city. So her whole dynamics of of how things should go um, is totally different from a Southern woman. My sister was not a Southern woman. Right. Um, so. And I would suspect that a lot of today's Southern women, younger women in their twenties and thirties and even forties, and if they're working have made some some adjustments you'd be surprised. to that model. I, I would think, think. Be, I would think you'd be surprised. I think it's still after seeing their parents and their grandparents and telling them, well you know you got to take care of that me. See that's the, that's a whole brainwash thing that should not even I'm here to empower women and be like, hey, you can still have that man if you want him or you know that man, not that that male, that man and but you, but the man would not expect so much from you, even if he's Southern. He's going to lift some off of you. But there's too many males out here now because 
they are not being raised by men because of, of the break, all of this, all this stuff that's going on. So I kind of, um, I don't know, I just see it, I just see things as a little um, strange when it comes to, like, there's so many single people out here. Like, I just don't get it. And especially on social media, it's just so many, they're trying to do something, but people are grabbing for the wrong set of people. They're, they're looking, they're, they, they have this thing in their head how they want something to be. Preconceived notion of their ideal mate. Exactly, and they've already built it. They've already built the house around the two of them. Okay. Not realizing that this is another human being with their own thoughts and ideas and goals. And even if you have a discussion about what you're going to do and what you like to do, is it really true what you're saying? Well, you have to take into account that people change. Their perspectives change. Yes. Their values change. Yes. Their goals might change. Correct. Over time. And not even over time. Maybe three months, four months, five months. Maybe not. Yeah, it doesn't have to be years, but whatever the length of time. It could happen in just a matter of months. It can. Right. It can. It's like, because you meet somebody, and that's why I say no sex in the beginning, because you meet somebody and they could be beautiful, they could be handsome, they could be whatever, and you're like, oh, all that, you know, we got to just... Yeah, I'm ready for whatever. And then you do that and it distorts everything. I've talked about this intensely on other platforms. And my thing is, um, I still feel that when a male gets what he wants from you, if you're going to give him the round table earlier on in a relationship, whatever the relationship is, I feel like they're going to sort of kind of get turned off because now they're going to start getting to know the real you when they didn't get to know. You know, remember the guy that used to say all the time that, you know, when a, when a woman is pretty, you don't see crazy until it's too late. But when right, a woman's right. ugly, you see crazy right away. Right, well, <laughs> right? That's that's so and so I feel that way about sex. I feel right. like if you have that too soon with somebody, it distorts everything and what you think you you all the stuff you've talked about and what you want now shifts because well you know shit I don't got what I want now why do I have to I don't you know kind of like putting the cart before the horse if physical intimacy precedes emotional intimacy you you jump a big you skip the big step yeah a big step you need the emotional and psychological intimacy intimate bond to be established first Absolutely, without a doubt, because um, I'm sorry, guys. Um, but hopefully, like, I don't know. You can't. I only want like when I do a seminar. I know that people are coming to this seminar to see me and hear and value what I say. Because there are some people that I have tried to talk to, and you know, my friend, my older um, senior friend, had told me years ago, stop giving information away for free. That's business, that's advice, that's anything. You know, and I feel like sometimes I talk to people and they just don't get it until it's too late. And it's like, I'm not gonna keep beating a dead horse. People can do whatever they wanna do. If they wanna listen to the podcast and take something from it, that's fine. If they don't, you know, because this, I don't have these relationship problems. 
I've never had these relationship problems. And I don't ever remember you having a relationship problem because... Well, there have been a few bumps in the road here and there. A few bumps. Bumps. Like my first one and how I met you. I should have left everybody alone after that one. Good Lord. Pretty dramatic. Oh, that was disastrous. But I was, what, 19, 18, 19, somewhere around there. So um, after that, I learned. I learned. I couldn't stay away from them Hispanics, but I learned. (laughs) (laughs) You know? You know, we have the right to have our preferences. We do. I'm trying to break that habit. But anyway. Everybody doesn't like strawberry ice cream. That's right. Right. That's right. Right. But I'm still trying to break the habit. (laughs) But anyway, um, so when people say a lot, when people say things like, you know, um, actually, what I wanted you guys. We are going to take a break, and we will come back with uh, part two. So, um, I am Mia. My guest today was Michael, and um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will see you in the next one. Peace. Good afternoon and welcome to another segment of 32 Days Plus. I am your host, Mia, and today's um, topic is going to be around dating and friendships. Now, I want to go into this in a way that is um, very relatable, and I want people to understand what I'm saying. And I don't really want to keep, you know, repeating this, uh, but sometimes you have to repeat things. Uh, Sometimes it depends on um, who's teaching you um, and how you comprehend things, how how things stick with you. Sometimes you have to repeat things for people to really get it. Some people just never get it, and some people do. So when you are choosing a partner, And this is something I've always done. I will meet a person, but I also wanna know what their friendships are like with other people. When someone says, you know, I have that friend that is there for me no matter what. I have that great friend, that good friend, like we've been friends for many years, and you know, they are a friend who is, non-bias when it comes to the wrongs and rights that I do. As I've said many times, I have different platforms, you never want a friend, a so-called, and I put in air quotes, you never want a friend that's going to agree with you on mostly everything. Because if that friend is a friend, they're gonna call you out on your wrongs, right? But you also have to be careful about new friends because sometimes we think people come into our lives and we think, oh, they're, they're, they're vibing with us and you know they're, they're cool with me and they're doing things when I wanna do things and stuff. Believe me, that friend that is agreeing with you 85% of the time, they have an agenda. You may not see it, you may not believe it, but they have an agenda. They have either something that they want from you or someone that they want to keep you from. And believe me, 
if they're a friend and you meet somebody and you want to be with that somebody, their agenda, which some people are very good at it, they don't want it to work for you. And they're happy when they when it doesn't. And they'll they'll they will, you know, when you come to them and say, oh, you know, I really liked him or her, and I don't know why they did this and that, and maybe I shouldn't have trust this and that. In their heart of hearts, they're happy. But they're gonna they've studied you and they've studied you and they're gonna give you exactly what you want to hear in order to comfort you because they already had an agenda. So let's use this for an example. So you meet you meet someone, right? Guy or girl, right? And it doesn't work out or you're having problems. Let's say the problem is um Where can I go with this? Okay. You wanted them to call you when they got to work because you you want them to let them know that you're okay and so you request can you please call me when you get to work right they don't do it because they just don't do it they may have something else going on they may forget you may not mean that much to them now a real friend will say you know what they're not calling you because you don't mean that much to them. Of course you don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. It's the truth. You don't mean that much to them if they're not calling you when they get to work to give you the courtesy to let them know that, you know, it's bad weather or, or traffic or anything can happen and you care for them so much and you want to make sure did you get to work okay so please give me a call and they don't do it they do it sometimes but they don't do it the way you you know just text me or just give me a quick call or something and they don't do it so a real friend will say you know what i don't think you are that important to them i don't think you're that important to them which people don't want to hear the truth people never want to hear the truth a lot of people do not want to hear the truth. I don't want to be careful what I say. A lot of people don't want to hear the truth. They want to live in their fantasy. If he or she is not calling you when you request the call, you don't mean that much to them at all. But you know that friend that you think is a good friend that has the agenda, you know what they're going to say? Oh, well, giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know, it was probably traffic and they just, you know, they, 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 they probably were running late and they just want to get into the office and get their work done or whatever the work they're doing. So don't, don't be so hard on them. But mind you, they know that you are always requesting of this person to call you when, you when they get to work so that you can feel comfortable to know that they made it to work okay. Call, text, you know, send smoke signals, uh, you know, I don't know whatever whatever it is you request they didn't do it a real friend is going to let you know you know honey I think you should just guard yourself watch your heart guard yourself because I don't think they're in that into you I don't think they really because if they were they would be so attentive to to call you because see in the beginning of relationships let's say your relationship has been going on for a while in the beginning of your relationship they were doing it, they were calling you, they were sending smoke signals, they were throwing arrows, darts, or whatever. Yeah, I'm here, I'm good, I'm cool. 
right? After a while, they don't do it anymore, right? That's not how it's supposed to be. So a real friend is going to say to you, um, guard yourself, honey, because this person I don't think is a good, good, good for you, right? But that friend with the agenda that you think is your friend is going to be like, oh, well, you know, maybe they got caught up. Don't worry about it. Come on, please. Don't, don't worry about it. It's like, just, you know, just ask them why they don't do it. You know, they know that so-called friend knows exactly what's going on. They know exactly what's going on, but they have an agenda. You know what that agenda is? Either A, they want you themselves, or B, and I don't care if it's another man, if it's another woman, whatever, whatever the sex is, or they don't want to see you happy. Because it's a possibility that you've done something to them, and if they keep you close, they can watch you, right? That's how the sneaky friends do. You want to be careful about the ones that you think because they agree with you on everything, they pacify everything with you. They're like, oh, I don't think it, that's the case or whatever. No, 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 no. No, that is not somebody. And trust me, they're talking about you. They're talking about you. You don't want to believe that either. They're going to their other friends saying shit about you. If you just watch their movements, watch how they do things, you know, they're, they're, they're close to you, but they're not liking you as much as you think. And they're feeding every piece of your ego and you are not paying attention because you're so busy wanting to have that friend there. Okay. But the ones who tell you the ones you want, sometimes we get rid of the people in our life that are, that tell us what we need to hear. You see my friends, as I always say, we are balanced. They hella do not agree on everything that I say or do. And they call me out on it. Oh yeah, we get into a little rip or whatever. We we go at it sometimes. Well, I'm just telling you because, and I'm like, and then we're cool because it's like, I go back. All right, you were right. Okay, I hear you. I'm going to work with this. I'm going to do this. All right, I got you. I got you. That's what friends do. Friends do not always agree with you on everything. And friends are honest with you. Friends are honest with you. Watch out for the friends that you think are friends. Watch out for the fake friends, the false friends. Just because they hang out with you here and there and they do stuff with you or whatever, trust me, they're saying things about you. They're saying things about you. They're definitely saying things about you. And somehow they just want to have the upper hand. And they're, they're happy when your relationships don't work out. I've been there. I've noticed that. And when I notice that, I get away from people. I get away from them. Sometimes you can't get away from them because maybe they, they, um, you're sharing a, a, a house with them. Or not family, but roommates. This is for younger people because I know my audience is quite young. And I'm glad. I am so glad because I want you guys not to grow up being like the adults that we have in our society today okay so maybe you're roommating with them maybe you're working with them i always say co-workers i don't want to be friends with my co-workers i think that's just a little too funky it's okay to have a little drink here and there or whatever but to get them all up in my life i never have ever let co-workers up in my life it is never a good thing to let co-workers in your life too much they should not know your business 
They should not know who you like or who you dislike. They should not have control over anything in your life. Coworkers are, you should never have, coworkers are really not who you think they are when you think they're your friends, young people. So know this, be cautious about your coworkers because I've seen so many things happen with coworkers. I've had so-called friends that I thought as coworkers and they were stabbing me left and right when my back was turned. And um, they'll be happy when your demise comes. They'll be happy. They'll be happy if you're good at your job and everybody likes you. They will be happy when you lose your job. But then they're going to act like they're, they're so for you and so good and everything. And believe me, they're not who you think they are. And sometimes people don't like to hear the truth. So for the younger people, you guys, I know my young base was at 65 or 67%. I was very shocked. I am happy for that because if I could get into your life and your heads and guide you and let you know that to, to, to make your road a little easier, then I'm talking to you. If there's older people here, if you guys are setting your ways, setting your ways and you don't get it, I don't know what to say because a lot of you are fouling up very bad out here. You guys are fouling up so bad. And um, it's a shame because our young people have to watch you do the crazy things that you do. So if you don't want to listen, I'm old enough, been through enough to know that you need to take caution when it comes to having certain people in your life. The ones who are willing to tell you the truth and maybe sometimes your truth is harsh, um, just swallow the pill. I mean, people know how I speak. I, tell, I, I mentioned this once on my, my YouTube channel. I mentioned that a young lady wanted to talk to me about some guy she was liking at work and she was really hurt by it. And she said to me, you know me, I really want to talk to you because I trust what you say and do. And I really want to talk to you, but you be saying stuff, you know, like I said, what do you mean you be saying stuff? And, 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 and that woke me up, and she, but I'm, I'm still working with it. And she says, you just say stuff, you just say it. like." You just be saying it like you, you just hard. Like, and I'm like, oh my God. And I promised her when she spoke to me that I wouldn't do that, that I would be conscious and aware of how I speak to her and what I say. And she was very happy at the end of our conversation. She was very happy at the end of our conversation because if sometimes you don't call your people out on it, they won't know. And um, I helped her get through it. We got through it. Um, had she had not called me out on that, I probably would have went in rogue. I probably would have. I try to be mindful, but sometimes when people are nasty to you, I get that you want to tell them in the harshest way, snap out of it, snap out of it, all right? But there, there's a way, there's a, there's a certain way that you have to deal with certain things and how you should talk to people. So um, I get that, but... Um, there are people out here that will just run through women, run through men, and that will be their life. And But young people, those who are listening, whether you're young, in your 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, listen, um, that is not the way to be because you will have no value if you keep jumping from guy to guy to guy to guy. You will have no value. And if you don't think these guys out here in the streets, on social media, at work, you don't think they know each other and that they're talking about you because they've gotten your head to believe that they're not talking about you, that they don't tell their business. Trust and believe me, everybody talks 
and everybody's talking to someone. So it is best that you have a really good friend in your life, not coworkers, okay? Not people at the at the at the restaurant and over here, over there. Learn how to be a good friend so you can have a good friend that you can talk to, or there's always therapy. But your business does not need to be all over the place for everybody to know what you're doing and who you're doing it with, okay? You know, you can share, if you got good girlfriends, you can share certain things and you can do that, but but don't, don't think you can talk to everybody because believe me, the ones closest to you that you think are your friends, for all of you, all ages, are not what you think. And if you have not learned that yet, then you still have some more learning to do. So if you have any questions, feel free to leave comments here. I'm still working on how to um, have this separate chat going on and all of these things. I'm trying to work with this stuff from my phone. So it's a little bit... Uh, difficult sometimes to do all of that and I do get your emails and all of that stuff and if you have any questions or anything like that listen I am here to definitely spread positivity I'm here to spread awareness of everything possible that I can that I am familiar with and that I know okay so I can only go by that but um just know that you um you are valued keep your value you have to keep your value. And if you, as a girl, as a, as a young lady, um, as, you know, or, 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 you know, a grown up, if you keep bouncing all over the place, don't think people don't know it. You will look not good and not have any credibility behind you as a partner for anybody but scum. Like seriously, nobody of value is going to want to be in your life. And like I said, if you don't think these guys are out here talking, they are talking. They are talking. Believe me, they're talking. And on that note, I uh, hope everyone have a pleasant day. And um, I'll see you in the next segment of 32 Days Plus. I'm Mia. Thank you.